Hello. <laughs> he so fast. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Carpenter's not alive, right? He is. He is. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was dead. No, he did. Craven's the... dead. Craven's dead. Oh, damn. He did the score for the last Halloween. Oh, he did. did? Yeah. Oh, wow. For some reason, I thought he was dead. Yeah, that's Bloomhouse went to him and was like, or Bloom. I should say. I just think his name is Jason Bloomhouse. <laughs> Bloomhouse. He, he went to him and was like, hey, buddy, we want to do Halloween. And Carpenter was like, let's hear it. And he had to like pitch John Carpenter on it. Yeah. Well, because they they were also like, hey, we're picking this right up after your original movie. And gonna, I think like wiping out your other movie. We're going to get rid of uh, the cult and the sigil and the mark of thorn and <laughs> telekinesis and Jamie. Oh, wow. You're coming in with all the bad. Yeah. We're gonna, uh, yeah. Dude, I, I erase I was, everything after two from my memory. I was really disappointed that it fell through with watching it with Katarina yesterday because I was so ready to be like, did watching the original Halloween give you any hint to telekinesis and evil cults? <laughs> so we're talking Halloween, John Carpenter's classic. Basically, um, like a movie that kind of started it all. Yeah. In terms of slasher. Uh, pretty stereotypical. We're going with super cliche here. We're ending our month of spooky movies uh, with the with quintessential Halloween. On, on Halloween. On Halloween. Um, you're going to quick edit this and get it up in the. Oh, yeah. It'll be up in like okay. an hour. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, yeah, we're recording this on the day of Halloween, on talking Halloween. about talking about Halloween. This, like even still, I've seen this movie so many times, and even still, I I just love it. Yeah, I watched this two days ago in preparation for this. So what happened was we were we were gonna like oh we're gonna do this, and then um we were gonna we came like late night. I couldn't do it um because my fiance had a yeah. headache. She wasn't feeling well. So you guys had some stuff come up, and it was like okay, yeah. we'll do it another time. And then, and it was then like, the oh, next we'll day was busy again. So then I was like, okay, I'll just do it with Katarina because she's never seen it. It'll be cool to hear her perspective on it. Then couldn't find my DVD of it, which is odd because like you just had it. the box sitting there. No, like I couldn't even find the box. Like, oh, I, I thought like, you said yesterday you were staring at the box. I you saw it. I said it every time I sit down and play oh, video games. Okay. Like, I stare at the box because my movies are right there. And for whatever reason, when I needed it and went to grab it, it was gone. So then we were looking, huh. and it was only available to buy when we were looking. And so it was like, I'm not going to spend $13 again on something I own. Yeah. So that fell through. But then, you know, schedules opened up, and we were like, hey, now we have a chance to... Uh, it was $10 on Amazon. I bought it on Amazon. Yeah, it was, it was 10, 10 or 12 for the HD. Oh, the HD was 10 I bought it in HD. Oh, okay. What I saw was 10 <laughs> or 12 And I was like, I'm not buying this again. I also had the rental version available for me, too. I didn't. You went through Fire Stick. I just did it on the f- app. Yeah, we went through her Fire Stick. I don't know what's up with your shit. Yeah, I don't know. So it was a it was a journey, but now here we are. Couple couple dudes talking Michael Myers. Uh, just, so you said you rewatched it. What like? Because you were telling me you felt really different. Not different, but like you noticed different things. Well, I went into it trying to look for different things because it was like the the quintessential thing from it to use that word one more time um, is is this unstoppable killing machine. We all love Michael Myers because he's just so evil and he's unstoppable. And you're like, oh, he's got black eyes, you know? He's got d- shark's eyes. or he's I got forget. the devil's eyes. The devil's eyes. That's what Loomis says. <laughs> uh, and there were just things that I didn't really m- notice because you buy into the mystique of the film mm-hmm. when you're watching it. Like you, when you first watch it, you first watch it the few times, you're always like, 
yeah, Loomis. Loomis knows. Like Loomis knows how evil this this kid is. He's so evil. You know, he's been working with him forever and all this stuff. And uh, like the first thing off the bat was after he kills his sister. Um, when that kid comes out, he's like this adorable little kid that looks confused that he murdered someone. So it's like, <laughs> like it's like I could see how that could be evil, but I'm like also like I don't know. This kid might have some. He definitely has some serious mental issues. You know what and we needed? A whole backstory. We needed to that. forty minutes of seeing that. Yeah, thanks, Rob Zombie, with a stripper mom and an abusive boyfriend of the mom. Well, and so and then you see the parents come home. And the dad's like Michael, and yeah. and and they're both like Quintus. That's also the thing that I'm like, oh, Rob Zombie changed a lot. I forget. Like there was no like you could derive from. It was like no, they're quaint suburban family. He just was evil. And like yeah, and he was just evil. He just came home. He got upset that his sister was like having gonna do stuff with this dude, and just like stabbed her. I guess like he, he's underage sex makes him really mad dressed like a clown yeah uh well no the clown mask was the dude had he left it on the couch and then right. he picks it up and puts it on he's dressed like a clown but yeah he took the michael's clown mask he's like michael's around here somewhere yeah and he's like wandering around outside the house for some reason like that whole babysitting situation was really weird um but yeah he's just like he seems confused and like obviously this kid has mental issues and maybe he should be like not locked up but cared for but it doesn't seem like he's like the unstoppable killing machine you're going to deal with later in this film. Well, so they get him the help of the greatest film doctor I think I've ever seen in my life. The greatest film. I don't know, man. It seems like he did a really shitty job, especially when he's like coming to see his patient with a gun. Donald Pleasant. Like he's packing heat. The whole time. as Yeah, Don, Donald Pleasance as Sam Loomis is like one of the most endearing things about this movie to me. Like, it, yes. He, like, watching him freak out and the police not react at all. No, oh, God. Yeah. The, <laughs> gets me every time. The cop in general. Well, not only that, but even then, he, like, pulls a gun on the cop because the cop scares him in the house. Mm-hmm. And the cop just kind of, he's like, oh, I, I have a concealed carry permit. And he pulls it out, and the cop just kind of glances at it and is like, what the fuck ever? Like, All right. Whatever, you yeah, crazy old man. You know, you almost shot me, but cool. Um, and, like, every step, he's like, oh, this is evil. You knew what this would mean, and you ignored me. Yeah. And the cops are all like, what are you... T- okay, send someone to the house. Let's go check it out. Yeah, and it was well, like... But, someone dug up the grave. So that is another thing. No one, nobody saw even... There's obviously a caretaker. There has to be an overnight caretaker. It's not easy to rip a gravestone out of the ground. Well, like we're getting a little. So Michael Myers kills his sister. We are back after about, I don't know, how long would you say that it was? was? Like 30 minutes. 30 minute delay. The power went out in the middle of recording. Lost all power. Because. Uh, Maybe sleepy. Because, yeah, this is the this is the podcast that the, the ghosts don't want you to hear. I don't yeah, know. exactly. We've had so many like. So many hang-ups and issues yeah. that never happen. Uh, never, ever, actually, yeah. Uh, but we got power back. Power's it's rolling blackouts over here in Southern California because it's windy where we're at, and there's a fear of fires, of course. So they sh- just shut everything off and mm-hmm. play it safe. Yeah, because the wind like died down. Pretty quick, yeah. Pretty recently, too. So enough weather and electricity report. We were talking Halloween. Where were we? 
We were on Loomis, and uh, specifically Loomis is overreacting to everything. Okay, so that, yeah, that is. And then you were talking about Michael having the ability to take a tombstone in the night. Yeah, he just ripped a tombstone because it looks like he just straight rips it out. So that had to take some effort, and then he took it back to the car. So he could later put it on a bed. That's another thing that's underrated about Michael Myers is that he can drive. He can drive even though he's been in a mental institution since he was five. Like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he goes to the mental institution. He stays there for 15 years. Doesn't say a word and then escapes one night. And it's like there's like a mass. It seems like there's a mass breakout or like something goes awry because it's not just him that escapes. Right. There's like a psych ward break. Yeah. Loomis is going to like. Get there. I think they're transferring him, aren't they? I think so. that's why I know that's what it is in the new one, but I haven't seen the um because it's not. Yeah, I think he's like going to check on him before he's transferred. I right. Oh, I can't believe it. I just really watched it. I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Um. So yeah, and then when they get there, all the loonies are uh on the lawn. All the loonies. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's a little Pink Floyd reference. Um. And uh, the Loomis gets out. Someone attacks the woman he's with in the car, like the nurse he's with, but it's not Michael Mm -hmm. that attacks her. When I was younger, I always thought that was Michael. And I was like, why didn't he just get him there? Uh, (laughs) So Mike escapes um, and he's headed on a beeline to Haddonfield, even though that's not where. Oh, no, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. That is where the original murders take place. Yeah. So he's headed home. He's heading home, and then he's we meet. Coming home, we meet Lori Strode. Yeah, immediately that's where you meet Lori. Uh, she's in high school. She's hanging out with her friends, who are well. I, before I make this point, I want to talk about how Loomis is like he's the most e- he's the most evil person ever. And it's like he killed one person, his sister. Like the way he from the get go makes it seem like this kid has just been killing and killing and killing and killing. But it really seems like he killed his sister and then in the mental institution was like just chilling. Just quiet. Yeah. Just hanging out. Then he kills a couple people, takes the car, kills the mechanic and takes the overalls and stuff. Yeah. Like so like he does he does ramp up the killing a bit. Well, because that's not in the movie. That's just implied. Right. Right. Yeah. It's implied he kills the mechanic and takes the stuff. Yeah. But uh yeah, so you meet Lori, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, this is her first movie role. Um, she kind of like laid the foundation for what a final girl would be in in horror movies going forward. Yes, yes. Uh, she's scream queen. Yeah, she's the first scream queen, really, unless you want to count um, her mom. Yeah, if you want to count Janet Lee from from Psycho. Psycho. <laughs> yeah, arguably like one of the most famous the screams. screams. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a lineage of scream queendom in that family. Yeah, but like for this being her first movie, she is just she's really really great. She's really green in it. I wouldn't say great. you get a lot. Yeah, you can tell like it's she's I, really green. I read something that said that she was so nervous about her performance, she was convinced she was gonna get fired. Really? And then one day, one night, she was back home, like, in between, you know, the next day. And uh, John Carpenter called her, and she was like, oh, shit, this is it. I'm going to get fired right now. And she started crying. And he was like, no, you're doing great. Everything's great. I love it. I wanted to talk to you more about what you're doing. And, like, he just he gave her all this praise, and she was just, like, so convinced she was going to be fired any minute. Yeah. Which is funny, because now you, you 
over the years, it's been what, 42 years of Halloween now? 1978? Yeah, so 42 years of Halloween now, and yeah. it's like one of the still most recognizable performances ever. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the closet scene is essential for any, Have you seen, any horror imagery ever. There's a video that is like the audience in a theater watching that in 1978. I don't believe that. And it's like the audience reaction. And they didn't like, film things like that back then. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, how I never, it is. Any of those that are like before the 90s, I never fucking believe. It's pretty cool though. Because like even in The Exorcist when that came out, they weren't like filming the theaters for like how people were reacting, it was right. all stories and t- tales of what happened. Yeah, and then like someone had an actual heart attack. Yeah, and that's like it wasn't like they were filming when someone. Yeah, I never believed. It. I was like, oh, this is from uh, you know. Well, the Halloween one's on YouTube and it's pretty cool. I'm sure when he gets shot at the end, someone in the crowd goes, "Shoot him again!" Yeah, <laughs> you know stuff like that. Just but this th- one random theater. They were like, we we. We have to record this and, and keep it for history. We know that this is going to be a huge moment. Yeah, even though everyone, when that movie came out, was like, this isn't going to be a huge moment. This isn't going to be a huge... Be a yeah. big, this isn't going to be a big movie at all. So so Jamie Lee Curtis has her friends. Uh, you have a lot of thoughts on the friends. So I will turn it over to you if you want to... Dude, her friend. I don't know how you can call them friends. Like, at all together, all they're doing is dogging on each other and not in, like, a cute, fun way. It's just like, God, you're just the worst. Annie, you suck. God, go to hell, Annie. Like, (laughs) they're just like, God, you're just so pathetic, Lori. Like, the two friends are ganging up on Lori the entire time. Because Lori's, like, the shy one. She's, like, the virginal shy one. But they're, like, ganging up on her in a way that makes it more like she's pathetic. Than it is, she's like the virginal shy one. Like it's just like yeah, there's a lot more cruelty to yeah. it. Like as you watch and, it more and more, and they're more using her because they know she's babysitting, and they're just like one of them has to be Annie. I think is the one that uh, also mm-hmm. has to babysit. Um, she just dumps the kid on her. She's just hey, like, Lori, oh, I'm gonna go you fuck watch my guy too. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go fuck. So you just take this, take this little girl. Take How this little it? girl. Bob's coming over. Yeah, Bob's coming over, and Bob. I don't think. No, Bob doesn't make it. No, Bob doesn't make it. Bob doesn't make it. And Annie gets straight murked in the car before she's even able to leave. Or no, that's... um, Annie's the one that's with... Is the one that's killed in the house. Mm -hmm. And the other friend... Linda. Linda is the one that's killed in the car. Yeah, Linda gets killed in the car. Yeah. Which I forgot how long she takes to strangle to death. With the telephone cord, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's really really long. Like he's strangling. You're watching him strangle her for a while. Because you had a good point about that too. Is there's the, she hears her being strangled. Right? Oh yeah, she hears. So yeah, when she calls her, she's like, oh, you know, I think she's calling her to be like, I'm leaving now. Or yeah, she's just calling to let her know she's headed over or something. Right, something like that. And then Mike pops up behind her, starts strangling her, and she's like, oh, 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 oh. And she's like, wow, first I get to hear your world-famous chewing sounds. Now I get to hear your world-famous moaning. Real nice. And that was indicative of me that this girl just calls people while making very annoying sounds. And just like, to, and like one of those being while she's fucking. She like calls, hey, I'm eating dinner right now. Yeah, I'm, 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 she just calls and it's just her and the other like, oh, oh. like hey, you're just like, what the fuck? Hey, guess where I am right now? And you just hear like vicious taking a shit. Like, it, so I have a friend who does do this. Like he will send me voice messages 
through various mediums like PlayStation messaging, text messaging of him literally just going like, uh, uh, like all the time. So it's not far out of reason that someone would just be calling, making these awful noises. But like he's just making them to make like it's not he's in the middle of those activities. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. He might be. We can only hope. He's Stone Cold Savage. So, so. <laughs> Michael Myers. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming at this point almost everybody has seen Halloween. Yeah, whether it be familiar. this original one, the Rob Zombie one, or the newest the, the one sequel. that is a sequel to this one. Yeah, like so. Like we I all guess, know like, Mikey Boy. Unless the only Halloween you've seen is three, then you have no idea who Michael Myers is. You're like, what's up with these shamrock masks? And you're like, it's the season of the witch. The, okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know where to start. Like should we start with Michael Myers compared to other like what he inspired or should we start with I I guess yeah. I guess I feel like you want to get into the further lore of No, I'm good. of Mikey Boy. I am good on that one. If you hit Paul Rudd, you've seen too many of the Halloween movies. Yes, and then if you watch Bust, if you see Buster Rhymes in your Halloween movie, you've seen too many. Halloween so that's like, so you've gone too far. That's the unfortunate thing I think of this franchise, though, is that everything after two up until the most recent sequel reboot sucks. Well, that the problem is it becomes a victim of itself. Like H two O is probably the only tolerable sequel. It it yeah, it totally becomes a victim of itself because when this came out. It was super groundbreaking. It ended up being way successful against a micro budget. Yeah. John Carpenter and his and his um, producing partner. I don't think it was his wife. Because Texas Chainsaw comes out before this, right? Yes. But that's more of a... That's the family aspect of it. It's creepy. It's a serial killer thing. It's like Michael Myers, but it's not... Leatherface was kind of retroactively co-opted into being one of the classic serial killer right. after the fact, after this movie had come out and kind of established that genre. Because um, horror movies, I mean, obviously were a genre yeah, and so around. Texas but, Chainsaw is 74. This is 78. Yeah. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill made this for like next to nothing. Yeah. Uh, they filmed it, I think, in Pasadena. Yes. Where they were literally like buying leaves and painting them colors to make it, to look, make it like look like fall, fall. in like Illinois. Yeah. So they did everything they could as like as lo-fi and DIY as they could. And it ended up being successful, but it ended up like basically launching slashers to a different popularity. So then Friday the 13th comes out two years after Halloween. This singular entity that chases you and is pursuant it, of you. Exactly. So what, what Halloween does really well is it builds tension and you don't get a lot of what you would expect in a slasher movie. There's not a lot of like brutal violence. It's a lot of implied violence. There's yeah. not a lot of sex. I think there's like a little bit of nudity, but there's not a lot of sex. And then from there, Friday the 13th is like, hey... Let's just show all of the violence sex, and all of nudity, the sex. Violence. Let's just do Halloween, but turn yeah. it up. And then that kind of becomes what the slasher like blueprint is. So by the time John Carpenter goes, okay, Halloween 3, let's do something different because I don't want it to just be Michael Myers. Michael Myers is dead. We did Halloween 1 and 2. So 3 is supposed to be like the start of like the anthology movies where each Halloween is going to be a different anthology story. And he was he wanted to do one every year. Yeah. But 
it did so poorly. It was so poorly received that the studio was like, Hey, Michael's coming back. Like, guess what? <laughs> nice, and there's a curse. <laughs> nice little try there, Johnny boy. But, uh, it's not happening here. Yeah. And so you kind of, they start to go down that road where the Halloween movies just get like more and more violent, more and more sexual, more and more excess with everything. Oh and, Yeah. And then, yeah, you go off the rails. H2O doesn't have a lot of that, though. No, H2O is good because it's basically like... It gets back to basics. It's like a remake of one, Yeah, basically. Where instead of Laurie Strode like, being naive, she's like aware of everything. You know what she's I mean? She's ready like, for it. This that's kind of what the sequel This was, reboot too. sequel is, yeah. And everything, honestly, Resurrection is the only one where she's not really like prepared for him, but that's because she's in an institution at that point. Um, but yeah. H2O is very much, she's prepared. She's like, everything in her life has been like dedicated to making sure that shit doesn't happen again. Um, w- this one establishes that she's his sister, right? No, two does. Okay. That's what I thought. Cause as I was watching it, I was like, nowhere in this, do you really get that she's his sister? And it's really, he just picks it up because she drops the keys off. Mm-hmm. At the old Myers house, which why did she have to do that? Yeah, I don't know. He's the dad. That's never explained. The dad's just like, just remember to drop the keys off the old Myers house, and it's like, wait, this is an abandoned home that no one's been at. Like maybe they were real estate agents. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And it just didn't sell, and they were just like, oh fuck it, leave the keys there. Someone can just go in, whatever, live there. I don't care. Drop the keys through the mail slot, call it a day. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and that's when he sees her, and he's like, he gets a target essentially. Yeah, and then two is where she finds out that that he's her brother. Because Loomis doesn't say it to her at any point. No. Because they actually don't talk until the end, and even then they don't talk. Because Loomis is consistently with the sheriff throughout right. until the end. Yeah, I don't know. He goes, he shoots, yeah, because he gets there and saves the day, and they have their conversation like... And two is the ambulance accident, right? Yeah, in yes. the hospital, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. Because this is pretty... Because that was the other thing that I was very surprised. Because I always felt like I kind of mixed two and one together sometimes. That's fair. Two is a really good sequel. It is. Two, is, like in terms of sequels in general, is one of the better sequels. Yeah. So it's surprising that the, the sequel reboot that they just did would ignore all of two. Yeah, two did do some good stuff, but it just yeah they were like let's just get back to basics let's stay. But what what that did so well was it like, it kept the spirit of the original in terms of like really favoring building tension and dread. Yeah, while still like being scary and violent enough to like stand out today. Yeah, it's like you get like it's it's brutal violence, but it's not like non like over the top excessive. Uh it's a lot of strangling. It's a lot of strangling. You get that weird scene where he drops the teeth into the bathroom. Which he in the new one? Oh, in the new when one. When he smashes the face and gets the teeth and like drops them in the the Yeah. Bathroom okay, I thought you were talking about the old one. Oh no, I'm just saying the like the new one was brutal. The new one's very brutal. Yeah. And but it like keeps the tension and stuff of this original. Yes. And that's yeah. what that's what is so good about this to me is you see all the tricks that John Carpenter uses that are going to be picked up by everyone pretty much going forward yeah. yeah the first person view um like just the beginning where you're it through the eyes of michael myers as a kid mm-hmm. watching his sister get a freak on 
Um, pretty much everything. The him following her and her seeing him and then disappearing when she goes to double check her seeing him behind the bush and then in the out of the window in the sheets. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible not to think of all the jokes that have been made about that though. Yes. Yeah. Over the years. Oh, Lori, come over here. He wants to talk to you <laughs> again. Just miserable friends. Yeah. They're so shitty. They're so shitty to Lori. So something, they get theirs. Something that this movie <laughs> does, but in it, but it did it inadvertently, is uh, it set up the idea that to survive the the movie, you had to be a virgin. Yeah, had to be virginal. You had to be pure, and that became like the recipe was the virgin survived. Yes, whoever the the girl was who was pure would always make it to the end of the movie. So over the years, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill have said many times that they did not consciously set out to depict virginity as the way of defeating the killer. Yeah. The reason the horny teens all die is simply that they are so preoccupied with getting laid that they don't notice there's a killer. Yeah. Laurie Strode, on the other hand, spends a lot of her time on her own and is more alert. So they were saying like, hey, they were so busy having sex, they didn't see death was imminent. Yeah. Well, that and then like because uh, was it Bob and Anne? They're partying in the house in her house, right? And um, he's going down to get grab some beers, so they're already pretty loaded doing it. And it's like they just finished right. their post coitus; they're pretty loaded. And then he's walking up with the beers, and then Michael grabs him by the fucking throat, picks him up one hand. So at that point, poor Bob is like, oh, I can't fucking do anything. I'm done now. Like, I don't know if it's obliviousness as much as like as it's fate, like all of this. And that's actually a point that's made in the beginning that I've never noticed is Lori's teacher is talking about fate um, and what um, uh, it's uh, Samuels. It's some some thinker, someone named Samuels. OK, Um that great thinker Samuels, <laughs> and the, that it was uh, so fate was somehow related only to religion, uh, or Samuels felt it was like a natural element, like earth, air, fire, and water. Um, that uh, writing fate is immovable, like a mountain. It stands like um, unlike men who pass away, fate never changes, uh, and that's very much what she's up against. That this fate. Um, you know, he comes home, if you will, that this was all kind of destined. All of this was meant. Yeah. To and there's that, there's that scene where she like sings herself a song too. Yeah. And like a lot of people have picked up on that to think that it means that like they were destined to be lovers or something like they, people try to pick up on like a romance subplot. Yeah. Like, um, in love with Lori. I don't think that, I think that the, the brother sister thing makes a lot more sense and i can oh, see yeah. where that develops over time um but yeah there's just it's everything in the movie guides towards this is going to happen no matter what uh, so it like we said it's very low budget uh, all the actors wore their own clothes because there was no money for costumes so jamie lee curtis bought her entire wardrobe as laurie strode from jc penny Oh, nice. For less than $100. Nice. Which is insane to think about when you think about how much money is probably spent on on wardrobe now, too. Like, on flashy costumes and stuff. 
Uh, Donald Pleasance, we talked about a little bit as Loomis. He's like, give me a trench coat. Do you? And I'm I'm done. He, for being like one of the stars of this movie. Do you want to guess how long he's in this movie? Oh, it's like ten minutes. Eighteen minutes. Eighteen minutes. He's like Anthony Hopkins in Silence of the Lambs. Like- well, I mean, he's the most recognized Blofeld in uh, <laughs> in um, James Bond, and he's literally only uh, he was Blofeld, I think, once, and is in the movie for five, ten minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it says he did all of his scenes in five days. Really. It looks like it. He's like he the way his character is talking and stuff is kind of like he's trying to just get. He's like, let's go get to the on. end. Let's go. I got more. Let's shit get to it do. up. Which is funny. I, I've got. Hey, Johnny boy, I've got Escape from New York to do. Let's do. Let's fucking go. It's funny that he like <laughs> comes back and is in like six more of these. Oh yeah, up yeah. Until he, he does. Dies. Yeah. He makes sequels basically until he dies. Um. Yeah. Because he's the president in Escape from New York too, which mm-hmm. is also Carpenter. Another great soundtrack. Um, that's yeah, the soundtrack. So that's kind of, I would say, John Carpenter's strong suit. Out of anything, um, his music was always on point. Even in John Carpenter's Vampires, that shit is <laughs> on point. Um, he just it, like John Carpenter's Vampires is his ode to Ennio Morricone, like that. <laughs> it's like him trying his best to score something like a spaghetti western, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you want to hear a, a fun fact about the score? Yeah, he composed it in three days. Okay, yeah, that's how I thought it was like. I thought it was like forty-eight hours or some shit like that. I knew it was quick because it's the same thing with Escape from uh, New York too. I think he came up with that in like a few days. God damn it! That's that's my favorite like original like song. The Halloween music? No. Escape from New York. Oh, Escape from New York. Yeah, dude, Escape from New York. That starts playing. That I want to put my fucking head through a wall and just go. Like I'm ready. I hear that shit kick of that. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's save the president. Um, this is or okay. the president's daughter. <laughs> so here's something kind of interesting because we talked about this as well. Was we were talking about. I think you mentioned Michael having like a messed up face. Yeah, like, I was going to bring this, this up. So here's a little bit of trivia that it says here. It says for years after Halloween was released, people would tell John Carpenter how horrified they were by Michael Myers grotesquely disfigured face that is glimpsed when Laurie pulls his mask off. Yeah. But actually, all they saw was the face of actor Tony Moran playing the role perfectly normal except for the small knife wound inflicted by Laurie during their struggle in the closet, which was special effects makeup. Carpenter cites this as evidence of the power of suggestion in cinema that the audience would see a monster on screen. So assumed that he must look like a monster under the mask. That's why his eye is messed up. Cause I remember what I said. I was like, it's not his whole face, right? It's just that left eye is fucking weird. That makes sense, though, because if it was makeup, a prosthetic they put on for an injured eye, that shit was very obvious back in the day. Yes. So that's okay. So you get the shadows and like the rest of it kind of just plays, yeah, okay. plays tricks on you. So that makes it's not so much playing tricks on me. It's like it does look like he's got a, something going on with his eyeball or his like left side of his face or something. Because the little kid, as I said, is just like this adorable this little, adorable little oopsie, kid. I killed my sister. Like that's literally what you come out to like they're like michael and he's just got this big that knife is half that child's body by the way i never realized that 
like watching this as many fucking times as I have, I'm like, whoa, how did he lift? Like, that's a sword to that kid. Yeah. Like, that thing is a fucking sword. I was, uh, and uh, uh, another, here's something. Um, the police in this town. Mainly the yes. the lead sheriff whose daughter gets murdered um, is a oblivious idiot. And that is indicative of why his daughter is an oblivious idiot too, who also, who dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the scene where Lori, and I, I think it's Annie is the daughter, right? Or is it the other one that's the daughter of the sheriff? Annie's the daughter of the yeah, sheriff. Yeah, okay. Um, they're mobbing in her car, open bottle of liquor, drinking hard liquor. With weed. And smoking a joint. No, not just with weed. They have sparked up a joint and are smoking it. Like, they are at least 10 tokes in. Like, both of them have taken their fair share of hits with the windows up. The windows are not down. They have their windows up. I don't know if you've ever hotboxed a car. Not you. I'm talking to the people at large here. But you know, if you've smoked weed at all or even been around someone smoking weed, how stank that shit is. So they roll up because the hardware store has been robbed at this point. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, it's the hardware store. He steals the mask. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Isn't that where he steals the jumpsuit too? No, because he steals the jumpsuit and stuff from a mechanic. Okay. And then drives into Haddonfield. And gets the mask. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they pull up, roll down the window a plume of smoke should be piling out of the car. I know. The reeking of booze. This is a sheriff. A sheriff. Not just some podunk little cop. This is a dude who has experience as a police officer and was voted in and is like, I would I would imagine knows the smell of marijuana. He rolls up to the car is like, hey, sweetie, just a robbery over here. You girls have fun now. See you later. You be safe. Be safe. And that and... And then she makes notice he probably smelled it. And you're like, it didn't seem like it because he just said, go ahead, keep driving. He certainly wasn't. Yeah. Like that. (laughs) I get you're his daughter, but he at least should like. That's a pretty blind eye. Yeah. Like I get him not caring about her drinking and driving because it's 1978. But smoking weed and driving, I would imagine that's where he'd be like, I'm putting my goddamn foot down. Unless it's the most like. And this is a shit. This is. Illinois like this isn't like he's some progressive sheriff in Southern California like you know oh the, them Manson kids didn't mean that much by you know some idiot like that this <laughs> that's a big jump but okay. yeah you know you know it's like hey that she you know those kids were just were just you know misled um some type of progressive sheriff like that no this is some like Midwestern probably super anti-marijuana at the time because that's the way most of the fucking United States was until like the 80s or 90s, really. Yeah. Because um, remember, like that—that's a Schedule One drug. Like that was originally made a Schedule One drug on the par with cocaine and hair. Like I—I smoke a lot of weed and I've never overdosed on it, you know. And if right. I have, if I have, I just eat too much or I like throw up and I'm fine. Um, so you know, America had a real issue with marijuana. In a town sheriff like this would not just be like. Oh, 
okay, you girls have fun. It's Halloween, whatever. Everyone's entitled to you a know? scare. Yeah, that part I was like, God damn, I never noticed this before, but this dude sucks, and it's no wonder his daughter ends up dead. It's no wonder, like, five people in the town die, two dogs get strangled. Yeah. Hardware stores get vandalized. Mm-hmm. Um, one, another thing. And then, on that same night, a little kid just gets fucking smashed by a car <laughs> into a van and blown up. In two, She's, right? Yeah. That's who starts. Yeah. Yeah, shit goes fucking haywire. Then there's a mass murder at the same hospital in that city as well, too. Yeah, he really he, it gets out of control this quick. This is Amityville Mayor levels of failure. Huh. We're going to have our beaches open. Haddonfield's good. Trick or treat. Yep, trick or treat away. Oh, Sheriff Brackett did not come out looking good. No. No, you're right. <laughs> um, What else? There's so many things, I think. So the ending of this movie... What, Dr. Loomis's face? Like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Well, no, he doesn't do that. He, It says that he's the one who suggested to John Carpenter, like, hey, I can play it surprised that he's gone, or I can play it like I knew all along he was going to be gone because he's unspeakable evil. Well, his face does play surprise. Because I, like, I've never, that was another thing, like, when I saw that scene, I was like, I remembered his face being like, Mm. Well, shit. I'll get you, Beer Baron. Right. <laughs> I'll get you, Mike. No, you won't. I'll get you. And Lori's just crying. She's traumatized. Yeah. She, yeah. And that also didn't notice this, but that felt very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, that she's traumatized at the end. That but, very, yeah. really, really the way that like her sitting there just kind of like <laughs> was very like girl in the back of the truck covered in blood, like <laughs> which. So those are kind of the origins. That needs to be done more. Who, who, who had it worse? I'm saying girl from Texas Chainsaw. Because all her friends are brutally murdered in front of her, including her handicapped brother, I believe. Right. And she's then tortured by this, like, backwoods, hillbilly inbred are we talking murder family just the one movie because yes I, I okay because if you include two as in it's the continuation of the same night it's yeah Lori. it's because she thinks she's survived it she thinks she's done she's going to the hospital and then he shows up at the, the hospital, hospital. <laughs> and she's like well, huh? no no not Come again on. yeah she probably sees dr loomis and is like fuck what do you, okay See, but the dinner thing is really where I'm like, oh yeah, that's like they had they're dropping a hammer on her head, like she's slowly going to be beaten to death at that point. Yeah, like they're dropping the hammer and it's like slowly cracking her head open. It's like they're like tapping an egg, a hard boiled egg with right. the little hammer thingy, um, or soft boiled egg. I forget which one. You, I don't like eggs, so um, I don't know which one you do that with. I don't know either. A little egg cracker. Mm-hmm. Is the wait? Is that for ostrich eggs? Is that a rich people thing? I think that's an ostrich. I don't age. know. I'm not rich. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah that's, oh, that's, you're not rich, really. That's beyond really. my culture. With yeah. your your day of the dead Nike Kyrie's over here, probably dead stock off StockX for six hundred dollars. No, that's the only yeah. sneakers raffle your, I've your ever won. Custom Disney shirt. Uh, it's a, it's a you that you won a sneakers raffle. This was the only sneakers win. Wow. Actually, take that back because I won my second sneakers win a few months back, buying an anniversary present for my fiance. 
Wait, the raffle or just getting it on sneakers? Uh, this I just got on sneakers. Oh. The one for her, I won the raffle. Oh. The, uh, the tie-dye ones. Oh, because the they were lady ones. ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the lady ones are easier to get, and I wish I had lady size. I just feet. don't have lady size feet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what really is upsetting. There. My hobbit mongoloid feet here, I can't really <laughs> squeeze well, them into. Yeah, hobbits, they got those big old feet, all hairy and weird. All hairy, that's my feet. Yeah, I know. But, um... Yeah, so the ending of this is super ambit. Like, it ends with Loomis looking out. Michael's gone. You hear Michael breathing, and you know he's still alive. Yeah. And it's The just, loudest breathing. It's such a perfect setup, though. <sighs> well, he just got shot out of a window. He's Like, he, four times. He gets shot, like, six times in the chest. Yeah. Falls out, and then, like, in the ten seconds it takes Loomis to get to the window and look, he's gone. He wears those bullets like a fucking pro, dude. And, like, this is before the, the Mark of Thorn and the Colt and everything <laughs> have been in, in, introduced. So, like, <laughs> you and this Mark of Thorn. You're like, oh, man, does he have body armor? Did he, what else did he I forget steal? that they, I forgot that they get into that stuff in those ones. I thought they just kept him, like, a unkillable machine. No, it becomes like he's possessed by a cult and they, they, he oh, has the mark. Wow. He was chosen as a child. Like, it really goes. So wow. they want Jamie Lloyd to have a baby that's going to be the new Michael Myers. Like, yeah. And she's in the remake of Rob Zombies, right? Jamie that Lloyd. actress, I believe, is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. It's just so, oh, yeah, doesn't she play Lori in the remake? No. Or she's one of the friends. I think, cause I think she's I think one of the Danielle Harris. I think she's one of the friends in it. So, I don't know. Kind of get you. Did you want to rank where he ranks amongst the big we, heavies? I mean, we can. I think he's he's got to be number, numero uno, number one or number two. Yeah. Just in terms of favorite. Now, if we're going like, yeah, she's Annie in Halloween. Okay. In Rob Zombie's Halloween. Okay. I say. Um. Yeah, I'd say he's Michael Myers is number one. It's Michael or it's Freddy. I put Jason above Freddy. We've gone over this before, I think, on a pod why I don't like incorporating Freddy or liking Freddy into things because you're rooting for a child molester. Yeah, that's for sure. That's <laughs> I just mean like in, in terms of fear. Like I'll root for a misogynist serial killer who kills women based on their sexual uh, <laughs> um, uh, promiscuousness. Uh, then uh, if I was forced to root for, I don't want to, I'm just going to step away from this one. Yeah. It's not a good, yeah. yeah. Let's just, just walk away. I think the nightmare movies just are, walk away. are more entertaining. <laughs> um, But they're also like, they have more sense. Like there's more of a sense of fun in those movies. Even like the Friday, the 13th movies start to embrace like the ridiculous plots. And uh, oh, yeah, Halloween just stays pretty self-serious until. So the one thing that I always, always wanted to see and I was really bummed because Jason X didn't succeed and that's why this didn't happen. So Myers in space. No, they were going the so back then. So it was Jason X was being written and coming out and it was we're putting Jason in space. So the other end was Michael Myers, because at this point, most of the time they were going back and forth because that's why you get the telekinesis slug and you get all that stuff with the halloween stuff so they're just trading back and forth they're trading blows back like how can we fuck this franchise up 
more so than we already have. And they were like, well, they're taking Jason to fucking space. You know where we take Jason? Fucking 20,000 leagues beneath the fucking sea. That's where we take Michael Myers, I mean. And that was the original plan was like Sea Lab with Michael Myers. And he was like, that was the last damn way they could keep him from killing people was by putting him 20,000 leagues beneath the sea. That's incredible. Yeah. And that was shit canned because Jason X wasn't a success. Damn. I would have loved under the sea. Did you not know this? No, I had no idea. Okay. I'm glad I broke this to you here. That would have been awesome. Yeah. I knew that back in the day when Jason X was coming out and everything. Cause I was like, I was actually hyped like, Oh, they're going to do Michael Myers underneath the sea. Cause it was like, it was pretty planned and like, they're going to do Michael Myers almost fleshed out. And then it became resurrection. Cause I think X and resurrection come out around the same time. I think X is 2001 and resurrection is like 2000, 2000. I no. think it's 2002. Is it 2003? Somewhere early. Was it around early there? aughts. Yeah. Yeah. But resurrection is just insane. Resurrection is hot garbage. Resurrection is ahead of its time. It's probably the worst costume for Michael Myers because the mask is all fucky. Yeah. And the dude who they got to play him, they were like, hey, the last guy fit in this suit, you're off by a few sizes, but we're not buying a new one. We so have to just reuse it. So yeah. I'm sorry. You just got to like your your socks are going to be showing. So. Right. So it's like, it's like, you know, he grew up. <laughs> it's like Michael Myers got older. He's like, ah, I'm a serial killer, so you know I gotta keep. I, it's not like I can go buy a new Can't suit. Just get new, yeah, you know. But uh, I feel like if you did that now, there's a way to do resurrection better now, because the whole idea of resurrection is it's like is a live the, stream at the house. Yeah, they go to and with how prominent live streaming and stuff has become now. Yes, I think it. I think it could be done better because like. In the early 2000s, the live stream technology was not exactly... Well, everyone has like straight up cameras on their head. Exactly. They're just walking around with giant cameras and yeah. like the hidden cameras are like Betamax recorders. And they're the all corners. in the corners of the room. Yeah. yeah it's, it's very, very typical. It's like, yeah, it's like an old episode of Fear Factor. They're just wearing harnessed cameras mm-hmm. walking around. Like, yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. So I feel like doing this idea now, this resurrection idea where like everything's going to be streamed or people are people are watching a they stream. They go to the house and they find out he's still there. That's what happens. Oh, it's yeah. like he's still been like just, you know, doing his grocery shopping, coming back. Because they're just, like, we're going to do a special Halloween live stream yeah, from inside his house. He's a homebody And now. they've like rigged it to be like booby trapped with scary zones and yeah. stuff to scare the people they get. Yeah. And then lo and behold... He's still there. Yeah. And they go to the production truck because something happens. And the dude in the production truck has just been like, I think he's been decapitated. And they go in the truck and slip on his blood. And they're like, oh, fuck. Dear uh, God. This isn't and good. And then shit gets on and popping. And then includes Buster Rhymes hand to hand fighting Michael Myers. Not I only think that, he wins. He, he definitely wins. He roundhouse kicks him. The house starts burning down. Yep. Buster Rhymes really comes out looking good. He does, as always. Yeah, you can't really argue with Busta Rhymes. Um, that's the one that they made the big, uh, the big controversial decision to just kill Jamie Lee Curtis in the beginning. In the beginning, yeah, it starts off with her, and it's like the weakest death too because she like tries to pull him off a building. She like tries to grab his hand to pull. He's hanging off, and she tries to pull him up. Yes, and he pulls her, 
And as he's pulling her, she gets stabbed in the back and like lands like he stabs her. He's holding the and knife then pulls and her, her ass over to use her as like a weight. Yeah, like a balancing weight. It's he pulls so up, odd. throws her off, throws her off a building because she sets it up. She's setting it up for him to fall off. She wants to kill him. Yeah, and then she gets like a change of heart. Well, because because he's like he gives her puppy dog eyes. Because H two O ends. With her decapitating him. Yeah, well, he's reaching out to her. And she decapitates And she's just him. like, fuck you. And you find and out you... at the start of Resurrection that what it was was it was an EMT worker. And that Michael crushed his windpipe. Crushed his windpipe. And put the jumpsuit on him yeah. and left. No, he just puts the mask on because he's so, still in his EMT jumpsuit. So this dude gets decapitated and she's traumatized that she killed an innocent man. Yes, and that's what so puts her So she's like, I got to the... check and make sure this is him. Cause he like he like mimics what the guy did, where it's like he's like, like looking all scared and like yeah. sticking his hand out. Yeah, so it triggers her. Yes, and it's just such an odd. I and much it makes prefer, him so smart. I much prefer like crazy doomsday prepper Laurie Strode. But he also like I don't like that version of Michael Myers too, where he's like. Cause he also has that one where he lowers himself down in H two O from yeah. the pipe where he's like he's been holding himself up there for like an hour or something. Um, I don't like that version of Michael Myers where he's really crafty and smart and like yeah. he's doing these he's like outsmarting everybody. Like I like him to just be a fucking bulldozer. Like he's not it's not like you're oh, you set up these traps and stuff and he falls into them, but he just fucking piles through them. Like it doesn't hurt him. Nothing hurts him. He's just pure unstoppable evil. It's you know, it's fate. You cannot stop fate. It's the it is the an immovable it is an immovable mountain. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just you get that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there any anything else you wanna you wanna? Do you think you could beat Michael Myers? No, 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 no. No, because no, Bob looks like he's got some maneuver. Like he's got him up by the throat, and he's not able to do anything. He's frozen. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, oh fuck. So that means like. The sheer strength on his neck has just like shut his body down. Is that like evil strength, or is that is he working out every day at the yard of the mental? Well, I can imagine it's or? a mixture of both. I mean, because like just, it's not like I mean the devil doesn't just straight up provide you with all like you got to do some of the work. That was my question about the Rob Zombie version. Is a Michael goes in as like a pudgy little kid. That one seemed like Mike. And 15 years later, he's Tyler Maine, who is he like, hit a growth spurt. Who's like saber tooth in the first few X Men movies, and it, like he's just a brick shit house of a stuntman. And you're yeah. like, how did this happen? I know this didn't happen on Smith Grove Sanitarium food. <laughs> like the, he didn't just eat his meals and do some pull ups in the in the. It room. seems that way. He's out in that little yard in that little square. That, yeah, he's just like he gets so. He's yoked. just doing 150 push-ups a day. 150 push-ups and 150 sit-ups and 150 pull-ups. And then after a year, he went to 250. And then after another year, he went to 500. He's just cranking out thousands of push-ups. Thousands of push-ups and sit-ups now. That's all you need. Because, you could yeah, shred I cheese if, on his fucking abs, but you better not get that cheese anywhere near those abs. I just always wondered why he was so strong. Yoked ass fucking. What are they? Oh, the the muscle men. 
The what? Chippendales? No, the like competition muscle men. They have a real name, not oh, Mr. Com- Olympia. Body yes, Hunter? yes, Mr. Olympia's. Yeah, yeah, not muscle men. He's just in the contest <laughs> with the ma- with the yeah. mask on, his just face. the mask and the tiny little thong on. <laughs> Sir, you can't come. You know what? I'm just go ahead. Just tell, why don't you tell us about yourself? <laughs> All right, that was Mike. (laughs) That was Mike over there. Raining from Haddonfield, Illinois. Why don't you tell us a little (laughs) bit about what would you do if you if you could change the world? What would you do? All right, Mike. (laughs) Let's hear it for contestant number thirteen. You're right. That the music just follows him everywhere. Yeah, it just kicks on. Lori. What was that? Did you say something? (laughs) No, I don't know. That'd be I always wonder too. like if you put things like characters like that in different situations and settings, would they still murder? What would it be like? No, like Myers in the office. The whole office is just slaughtered. Just kills them all. It's like Jim tried to prank him. Yeah. He's wearing like the Dwight glasses and the shirt collared shirt, but the mask is still on, like tucked (laughs) into the collar. Yeah. And they just hey, find Michael. Jim's head in the fridge. It like cuts oh, to no, Jim like doing the look away at the camera, and then it pulls back, and it's just Michael holding the head. Like no, he he plays a prank on Pam, where it's Jim's head in a Jello mold in her desk. Oh my what? God. I thought it was funny. I what is he did it with the stapler? I just I see you guys talking all the time, so I figured it'd be it'd be funny. Or he doesn't talk and just points and like mimes laughing. Just like holding his belly, miming, chuckling. You just see the the Shatner mask just bouncing up and down. As everyone is horrified around him. Uh, yeah. Freddy Krueger is an actual gardener. What? All right, so I can do your lawn, but what you're going to need to do is every Sunday when you want me to come by, you'll have to fall asleep and then when I come at you in your dream, you just you just wake up while holding Grab me. me and Grab wake me up. and wake up. Grab me and wake up. And then I'll work on uh, what did you do, your ficuses or whatever. It'll take me a few minutes to realize. So I'm sorry. <laughs> but after I've, that. On the ends of my claws, I have these little corks now. So when I try to swipe it, you know, I won't, I won't be, hurt yeah, you. Yeah, we should be okay. Yeah, so it's all good. Got any kids? Trying to go legit. <laughs> trying to... Uh, on that note i think we've i think we've got i think we've covered it all i think we did uh so we'll get out of here we'll let you guys get back to enjoying your halloween uh have a safe night enjoy the entire weekend uh we will be back next week yeah when you listen to this at seven o'clock on halloween night hey man i might not even edit it i might just post it with just a ton post of, it ton of silences and like just put them together stuff. yeah so we'll we'll get this up in a little bit and uh yeah thank you guys for listening have a happy halloween if you've not watched Halloween and feel like you have not watched it, which I don't know how now, I feel like we covered basically everything. I yeah, I, pretty check much. it out. It's a classic. It's probably on AMC right now. And to quote um, the Road Warrior, just walk away and give us the gasoline. That, that was out of nowhere. Okay, it was in my head the whole time when I said just walk away earlier. Happy Halloween, guys.